Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. Hi, Jenna. <laughs> well, hi, Shelby. <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. It's a beautiful good. fall day. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Welcome. Ms. Willis Book Club Podcast. Yay! I love it. Yeah. What did we do today? We had our October book club meetup as our second book club meetup today. And we had, what, nine girls? No, we had 12. 12 girls? There's 12 There's of us. There's a lot of us. It was a blast it was so oh my gosh fun that was so fun so So many fun theories that now we're going to share again with you guys here because everybody was amazing and so creative (laughs) but oh my gosh it was such a blast we went to milk and honey which is a coffee shop in downtown denver and so cute with all the plants and the moody vibe and the coffees were delicious and the company was amazing literally couldn't have asked for anything better i know we took up like half yeah, of the coffee shop. We I know. I wasn't expecting everybody to show up. I'm so glad. Yeah. Everybody showed up. That was so fun. We like, like tripled in size from our last book club. Yeah, it was fun. It was so fun. It was good. We're excited, and yes. and we've got more fun things coming for the next Absolutely. months too. Um, so make sure to check out our episode talking about what's upcoming on the podcast yes. if you want to hear more about our plans over the next couple months. So fun. I love it. Oh, well, what are we drinking today? Well, let's start with what, we're, what did we read? Mm. What are we talking about ah, for today? You're right, you're right, you're right. We are talking about One Dark Window by <laughs> Rachel Gillig. Yes. I feel like I had to sing it because I felt like I sung my way through this <laughs> book. <laughs> yes, it was very poetic. Yes, yes we're, we're reading One Dark Window, which I think was another winner for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so oh, this, yeah. um, this drink, this pink and bubbly drink, we're saying is kind of inspired Let's say by the maiden card. Because mm-hmm. it feels like something that somebody under the influence of maiden card would drink. I like it. <laughs> Bubbly and cute. Bubbly yep. and sweet and pretty. Yep. Yes. And delicious. I know. Delicious. Vintage mm. 1993. Mm. Yep. This is more, I think we've already talked about these probably on the podcast before. It's more of those sparkling ices and vodka. Oh, we love it. Yep. We love it. Hey, sponsor us. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> really though. Oh, for real. Oh my gosh. Well, Jenna, spoiler free, what did you rate this book? I rated this book five stars. Me Easy. too. Oh Easy my gosh. five stars. Oh my gosh, I loved One Dark Window. This was so good. It was the perfect October read. It really was. It was a fast and fun read. Mm-hmm. Uh, no complaints. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was so like encapsulated by the magic. Mm-hmm. I, just, I loved it so much. And I thought it was really fun to like go back and forth because I had it tabbed mm-hmm. where they went through like what each of like the magic cards do Mm -hmm. and so I like kept flipping back and forth every time they would talk about it Mm -hmm. I loved it I thought it was just so cool yeah the magic was really cool I loved the characters Mm -hmm. I loved our main character Elspeth I did too loved the love interest I mean it was really cool it It was was it was a really interesting because it's such a different type of magic than I think we've seen in a while yeah I think so too Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah I was a big fan. I thought the pacing was really good, too. Oh, yeah. I liked it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, fun. Well, time for spoilers. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that I have, what else we have. Spoiler <laughs> I know, free. me you too. got lots of thoughts. <laughs> me too. 
All right. So spoilers starting now. If you haven't read this, definitely read it. It's five star read for both yep. of us. And then come back and listen to the rest of the episode here. Oh my gosh. So what was your favorite part of this book? Oh. <laughs> um Oh gosh, I don't know that I had been prepared with a one favorite part. <laughs> um I loved I mean, I really liked how the ending went down. Like oh, the yeah. last five pages I thought was wild and I love yes. that. I also loved the part where <laughs> um Raven is like shushing El- Elspeth oh, when they're hiding yeah. and his fingers like on her lips and they're She's both like, like oh. wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me, what? Excuse me? I'm sorry. So I loved, that was like a very small moment, but I really loved that moment too. But I I genuinely think the last five pages was probably my favorite. It was so good. The last five pages, and we kind of talked about this at book club, like I was not ready for it because the book wasn't like necessarily like gory or violent or anything, but those last five pages, I was like, oh, oh my God. Like it was, it was a lot and I didn't know if I was like super prepared for it. And so it kind of felt like, like you've like got this really great story and things are building up and then it's like, bam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. See, I, and it's funny because there were other people that thought that too. Yeah. They, they thought that accelerated so much faster. But I think for me, because the whole time you see the nightmare like taking over mm-hmm. a little bit more and a little bit more and it's like I can you can see the build coming and you know yes. it's gonna happen like it's inevitable right mm-hmm. and so for me when that moment hit I was like oh it was like the gratification of like I knew this was coming yeah. and now it's all finally hitting all at the same time is. and so I, I thought that was really fun oh my gosh I well, love it that's hit so the mic. fun <laughs> <laughs> we always got to do something yeah. so what about what about you what was your favorite oh my part? gosh I think my favorite part was um where they were like drugged, not drugged, but like they were given the truth serum. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so interesting. And I felt like I was just so captivated by it. And I was just like, I could not stop. I was like reading, reading, reading. Well, and the questions they asked were like so interesting oh, yeah. to see what they wanted to ask each other mm-hmm. too. I, yeah, the, yeah. I can't believe that that's like a regular game that they play with the, each other. Yeah. It, as soon as I said that it was like a regular game, I was like, why would you play this with each other? Yeah, you guys are no clearly thanks. like hiding things it's like truth or dare but with drugs <laughs> <laughs> just give your friends a truth serum <laughs> yeah. okay but did you think that was really obvious that they were gonna get like drugged with the chalice card there um no I really until she said and I think I even have it tabbed until she said the wine tasted, tasted weird mm-hmm. uh, that was why I've been a when they the way they sat down, I want to see how yes. how they said it because yeah, the way that they sat down and at the table to drink it, I was like, that mm-hmm. is so obvious. I thought it was so oh, obvious. There we go. Um, so I drank from my cup and winced. The wine more bitter than expected. No one spoke. I shot Jesper a glance and she shrugged, eyes wide. I turned to Elm, counting on him to say something, anything to break the unbearable quiet. Oh, I was looking way too late in the book. Yeah, that must have been earlier. Yeah, I I thought it was so obvious when they sat down and there was wine there and they're like, let's all drink. Let's all toast. I was oh, like, did you? Really? That was like yeah. the first thing you thought. Oh, yeah, wow. that was the first thing I thought. I was like, Hoth is sketchy as fuck. Like he's going to be trying to do something here. I know. I just, yeah, I did just not typical Shelby though, like doesn't see it until it's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, Hoth is a douche. Hoth is a douche. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was a douche the entire time. It was so satisfying to see his hand get stomped on by mm-hmm. Raven in the training scene oh, when they're like yeah. fighting each other and whatever. And you could, and Hoth really didn't want to. You could mm-hmm. tell he really didn't want to. 
Oh, well, so I loved it too because um, when like the reason that Raven even did it, excuse me, <laughs> the reason that Raven even did it was because he was Hoth was noticing that Elspeth, her hand was yeah. like kind of fucked up from when they were in the woods, right? And she like attacked him, and he broke her wrist, and he broke her wrist, and so Raven basically did the same to him. Yes, and I was like. Ah! Oh, it was so satisfying. We're not pretending anymore. Oh my god. Okay, that's the other thing. I I don't know, usually mixed on mm-hmm. fake dating as a trope. It's not always my favorite one. But this oh, basically loved fake it. dating, fake courting, like mm-hmm. and all the times they're like, does this feel like pretend? I'm like, oh ah, no, it doesn't. No, oh it doesn't god. feel like pretend. I fucking loved it. And like from the very beginning when uh raven takes (laughs) elsbeth to go and meet his family like Mm -hmm. i don't know in their secret little room and they're like kind of discussing what they want to do with her and and they all are kind of like oh well you could pretend to court her (laughs) to bring her home he's like no and everybody's like "Ooh, you like her (laughs) k-i-s-s-i-n-g so that was so cute too because i thought it was i mean i'm sure we're supposed to know he's a love interest pretty early but it was like pretty clear that even before all this was going down he was kind of into her yeah and so it was so cute i know and then to learn at the end that he was like no i didn't want to happen because i actually really liked you yeah he's like i don't want it to have to be pretend i know oh my gosh that's so so cute it's so cute i loved them together too it gave me just such like Good, like, bantery vibes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so it. cute. And I loved Elspeth's relationship with Jesper. Yes. Um, his sister. Mm-hmm. The only female test year. So oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And but she was such a badass. She was a badass. And I loved that she got along with Elspeth, like, kind of right from the beginning. Yes. Like, they bonded right away. Uh-huh. And especially since Elspeth's relationship with her own family was, like, yeah. so odd, right? Like, she's close with her aunt, mm-hmm. but not really with everybody else right like right. her dad is absent i guess yes. we'll say like he's i don't think maybe intentionally super mean right. but just absent his and then the stepmom and the stepsisters were like cinderella vibes oh a hundred percent yeah and the so, twin sisters yeah and so after having all of that to have the you know found family yeah. of like falling into somebody else's mm-hmm. family i thought was so sweet i loved it mm-hmm. i thought it i also thought it was so sweet because she fit right in Mm -hmm. and like they didn't even like bat an eye Mm -hmm. after they were like okay we trust her (laughs) that was one thing we talked about at book club today yeah about how easy they trusted her and i argued that it wasn't really that it was so easy because they tried to use the card on her what the scythe card is that the one that i think it was lets you um makes people like tell you the truth or whatever um and so they try to use that on her to make her tell them mm-hmm. like what's going on, and the nightmare or the shepherd king is yeah. like immune to it, and so that's why he's able to basically like kind of push out and make it so she doesn't have to yeah. say all of the truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but, but the truth. Um, so I mean, it makes sense that they would trust her because in their mind they're assuming right. that she has to answer. So like why wouldn't I didn't they, even realize right? that when we were talking about it earlier because yeah they they really did think that like she was telling the truth yeah even though she was totally lying through her teeth and it was so funny well and even Raven says that right because you're, you're a terrible liar you're gonna yeah. fit right in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it so much yeah more about these cards though I yeah. thought they were so interesting so earlier on in the book they talked about like how many cards they were <laughs> and so <laughs> there were seventy eight Providence cards in descending order. 
There were 12 black horses held exclusively by the king's elite guard, the destriers. We like could not figure out that word earlier. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> um, uh, the 11 golden eggs, 10 prophets, nine white eagles. Thank you. <laughs> Seven chalices, six wells, five iron gates, five iron iron gates, gates, four sides, three mirrors, (laughs) two two nightmares, nightmares, and one hundred elders. We were laughing so hard today at book club because everybody sang it like it sounded like the twelve days of Christmas. It definitely sounded like the 12 days of Christmas. And I, that was, I think all of us independently read it that way. Oh, in yeah. Our head. Oh, that was so funny. And like on that note, um, how they have like the chapter headings as like mm. the little cards. And then they're all kind of in like poem format. Yes. And so I kept reading like in poem format in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I would get halfway down the page and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> like read it normally. <laughs> oh, I really liked it. That was one thing we talked about yeah. too. I think all of us really enjoyed the rhythm of it because yeah. there was both in the the poems and in some of the it's not exactly like riddles that yes. uh, the nightmare says within Oswald's head he has a really like a certain rhythm to his mm-hmm. voice most of the time too besides some of the times when he's just kind of poking fun at her I know but um he's like telling your information but not directly it's like yes. through a riddle and it's always like he'll repeat so he'll say like the first line and then he'll say whatever he needs to say and then he'll repeat that mm-hmm. first line at the very end it was just like very poetic uh, yeah, I was a big fan, uh, mm-hmm. which is surprising because I'm not usually a big poem girl. Yeah, me neither. But I, I really enjoyed it. And like from the very beginning, I really enjoyed yeah. it in this book. Oh, yeah. For sure. Me too. And so um, more about those cards because later mm-hmm. on they go to talk about um, like what the cards actually do. And I had to flip back to this page like so many times throughout mm. the book to be like, what are they trying to do? So the black horse made its beholder a master of combat. So all the destriers have those ones. The golden egg granted great wealth. The prophet offered glimpses of the future. The white eagle bestowed courage. The maiden bequeathed great beauty. The chalice turned liquid into truth serum, which is what they were basically Mm -hmm. drugged with. The well gave clear sight to recognize one's enemies. The iron gate offered blissful serenity no matter the struggle. The scythe scythe, scythe, uh, gave its beholder the power to control others. The mirror granted invisibility. I loved that one. Mm -hmm. And the twin alders had the power to commune with the blunders ancient entity, the spirit of the wood. The nightmare allowed its user to speak into the minds of others. Mm -hmm. I loved that they were like enough where I'd have to go back and be like, well, what's happening now? Because Mm -hmm. they clearly knew the cards so well. Well, it's like in their children's stories that they hear from growing up. But the one that you're forgetting, and this is what I had told out. Well, it just... Interesting. So I don't remember. Yeah. So this was on page 130 mm. when um, they're, I think when Elspeth is like first talking with all of the U family mm-hmm. and um, and she's like listening in through the door because they're talking without her, you know, trying to decide her fate. Yeah. And the, I think it's the mom says, the prophet showed me a hooded figure with a shadow. Uh, the shadow remained even when the light faded The figure walked to the woods and behind it trailed the Providence cars one by one, followed by a 13th I have never seen before. Oh my gosh, I didn't remember that. Behind the figure, I saw my Emery alive and well. That's what I saw. That's why I baby watched the forest road. So, oh my gosh, I know. I I kind of forgot there was a, but she said that. So it kind of makes me wonder what the 13th card is. Well, and if 
the shepherd king can he's the one that made the cards right and he hid them yes. and so they don't even know about the 13th well but that's that's why i'm like i don't really yeah. know so is it gonna be like the twin elders where there's only one of them or maybe the 13th card she's seeing wasn't really a card like maybe something else i don't know oh my gosh that's so interesting yeah oh wow so the hooded figure with the shadow i I've, i think that must be um elizabeth with nightmare as the shadow <gasps> because oh there's another part where she says like that the i don't know somewhere i swear somewhere they said like the figure moves but the shadow remains which makes me oh yeah the, the shadow remained even with the light faded or something oh my gosh, so that I, does sound like I think Elspeth. that must be the the nightmare mm-hmm. but that's it's mostly the yeah the figure walked to the wood so that's what yep. I think I think eventually the nightmare is going to go to the wood to try and connect with yeah. the spirit of the wood behind it trail the providence cards one by one followed by a 13th oh my gosh so I wonder what the 13th will be or if the 13th is like a person maybe Oh, yeah, I don't know if the 13th is going to be a person or like mm-hmm. the Shepherd King was the one who like made them all with the spirit before. Right. And yeah. so I wonder if maybe he'll like give up his life in exchange for the final card to put the deck together or something <gasps> like that. Oh, my gosh, that's so interesting. Well, and then we had some interesting theories on the nightmare and the spirit of the wood. Mm-hmm. Well, nightmare as in like the Shepherd King. Mm-hmm. Um, what would we like? One of our predictions was they they like had something to do with each other long before and like maybe they're going to be the key to like saving the whole thing like them getting together or something. Yeah well and I had suggested too because another thing that I thought might happen is you know so the nightmare entered Elsbeth because he is the what was it spirit the soul of Mm-hmm. the shepherd king yes because the shepherd king so she like put, basically like devoured his soul kind of uh, well yeah, not, not devoured, not devoured but yeah, like, i don't know he took became, in his soul right when she touched the nightmare card mm-hmm. so that's what he had given up to create the nightmare card so i i am predicting that the nightmare is going to continue to touch the other cards and pull back more pieces <gasps> of himself like oh of what gosh. the original shepherd king was yeah because there's been so much talk about, like, oh, I can't touch any other cards. Like, I can't touch any other cards. Yeah, that Elspeth, like, her degeneration was that she, like, couldn't touch a card without taking no, it in. Her degeneration is that the nightmare is slowly taking over her. Oh, it was just her uh, her magic then? Yeah, like, okay. her magic was that she took in yeah. um, what was on the card, I but guess. But we didn't actually see it right. And so mm-hmm. that's actually a really, really great prediction. Because we were talking about it earlier, but I don't think we actually came to that conclusion. But I love it that that Mm -hmm. like the nightmare is gonna go around and like touch the cards and like take back what's his kind of thing that's what i think and i think through that that, he's gonna end up being able to like collect all the cards and i don't know basically like close things off with the spirit of the wood Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's so interesting at like the end of the book when he was like oh yeah king i'll come help you i was like i'm sorry like you're just offering your help to the people that you like don't want to help well no so he's clearly got an alternate agenda right that we don't know but before we get there you were also (laughs) um talking about just the spirit of the wood in general yes and so I thought that was that was one of the things that I'm curious to learn more about in the Mm -hmm. next book because really the only thing that we know besides that the spirit of the wood helped with um making the cards and that they're somehow connected to the mist and Mm -hmm. like the craziness that goes from that but uh, Elspeth's aunt also says that before the Providence cards, the spirit of the wood was our divinity. 
the folk of Blunder sought her out, combing the woods for the smell of salt. They asked her for blessings and gifts. They honored her woods and took the names of trees as their own. This was old magic, old religion. And so... Oh, yeah. So I think people kind of forget that the spirit of the wood wasn't bad originally. Like, now everybody fears the uh, mist and fears her, which they are always say her. They do. They do. Yeah. Do and then they always yeah. say that the nightmare is a he, mm-hmm. the shepherd king is a he. And so that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody at book club today was saying that they think that maybe the shepherd king and the spirit of the wood had like something going on. And that now the spirit of the wood is like a woman scorned. And that's part of why this oh, took such a turn for the worst. Yeah. Well, and then we also had somebody talk about how magic is like neither good or bad. It's like mm. all in the beholder. Mm-hmm. And so whoever's wielding it can either do good with it or they can like be evil with it. And so I loved the theory that like maybe she's a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. And like I hope we learn a lot more about her because there's so much theory going around like within the people of the town of Blunder. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is so terrified of these mists and bad things happen in the mists. Um, but it's like, why like we don't actually know like why this is all happening it just started happening well and of like getting the fever because and getting sick yeah it seems like a mixed bag right so the king the now king Mm -hmm. you know the usurper um Mm -hmm. (laughs) he takes any kids that get the fever and offs them yep yeah, I realize I should be careful on about lives. this. On yeah. lives, them. Yeah, we, TikTok we'll blocked us. Yeah, for for using the M word, on but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But he, um, yeah. So he takes any of the kids that get the magic mm-hmm. and do that. But I don't, I'm like not totally sold that getting sick and is a curse. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm not I'm not totally sold that that's supposed to be a bad thing. And I like wondering uh-huh. if maybe. That's the spirit of the woods way of trying to like get other people with magic that can be more powerful and take over, over the usurper king who is so bad. Yeah. So I'm like kind of curious about that. It again, kind of plays into yes. that magic is neither good or bad. Kind of depends on how you use it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but I'm wondering if that's why like it's supposed to be bestowing a gift of this um, magic because then those kids are also immune to the mist. Yeah. And they don't need to carry the token with them. Right. And I thought that was very interesting when we were discussing it earlier that like the kids who get the magic are now completely fine in the mist. And so it's like, do we think that like she's maybe giving them this magic to like help or like, like there's got to be some deeper meaning behind it. I think so too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the king knows this because something else we were kind of talking about is that if if the kids that have the magic, if they have any threat to the king, he would, you know, off mm-hmm. them. But like if they were useful, he was able to keep them around. Try and, and control them. Right. And we were we were learning that there are so many more infected yes. people around that we even that we ever thought that there were. Like we have um, Raven which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Emery. Emery. Um, Elspeth, of course. Um, who else? Wasn't one of like the physicians or something? Or there's that's like some, somebody else that's like close to the king. Yeah. 
That's what I thought too. And like Emery is just being like held up with the king. Like yeah. that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. We talked about him a lot today at book club too mm-hmm. about how he's got like these like seeing abilities kind of. Yeah. He <clears throat> can clearly see things that other people can't, but everybody writes him off as just crazy talk and no yeah. one really listens to the words he's saying, even though he speaks the truth and the truth that other people don't see. Oh yeah. And Elspeth, we were saying Elspeth is the only one that seems really aware of that because <laughs> She has this secret that other people don't know. Yep. And Emery can see it. Emery sees that in her immediately. Yep. And so. It was like with after the party or during the party when they were like all outside. And mm-hmm. he starts like, I see the monster behind and you. He sees, I see yellow eyes. I and, see yellow eyes. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? No. And she starts to realize that he like, he can see other things. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what else it is that he's seeing. Yes. Because he stays quiet a lot, but, like, he gets, he gets like, really sick, mm-hmm. which is sad. But that's – so I'd say that's one of my projections for the mm-hmm. next book is I think that one of his – I don't want to call them visions because it's yeah. not really right, but, like, one of the things that he can see beyond other people is going to be important for them yeah. in the next book, I think. I think so, too. I could absolutely see that. Do you happening. think he's going to be saved in the next book, or do you think he's going to be sacrificed or die? Oh, you know, I'm so torn on that because – Part of me thinks that he's going to be either sacrificed or just get so sick that he dies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good. I feel like it might be, like, an un- unfortunate timing of events where, like, he gets so sick that he, like, can't do anything anymore. And so he's not really, like, useful. But they can't – but they're not going to, like, sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. I would love for him to get cured and just, like, be all better. But, like, I don't know if I actually see that happening. I know. I don't think he's going <laughs> to make it either. Yeah. I don't think – And I think it'll be things. really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Ione? I don't really know. I know Ione. Ione. So Elspeth's um, cousin. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that w- that was really interesting because she's got the maiden card, and right. so now she's like, what? I don't remember how Elspeth described her. Something like she's got a kind soul, mm-hmm. and she's super sweet and caring. But now she's got this maiden card that's like clearly on all of the time right so she turns pretty but acts mean right yes. it's like yeah she like loses her heart yeah like destroying her internal soul right so like look pretty on the outside mm-hmm. but do you think that she's gonna like keep going down and getting in a like worse mm-hmm. personality track i think so but from some of the ways that we've seen already she like does little things to protect Elspeth Mm -hmm. and like she'll like do little like say like little lies for her and she'll like do things that are like out of the character of her currently and more like her character in the past right and so I find that really interesting but kind of like we said earlier in book club like I think it was you that brought up the really good point that like what if she's not the one in control of the maiden card yeah so because Elspeth noticed that she doesn't have the maiden card on her. Mm-hmm. And so I think that Hoth is holding the maiden oh card. Gosh. And that that's like part of an abuse towards Ion is mm-hmm. that he's preventing her from ever turning it off. Because I think that he has control of it. And I think that that's why she's kind of so bitter towards him all the time. Because oh, yeah. she's clearly not on his side. Even though like she's not excited about this engagement. No. She's not happy not about all. the pairing. And you notice that, like, after he breaks his hand and she kind of rolls her eyes and is like, he'll live. Yeah, he's fine. And yeah. I don't really care. And I don't know. There's, like, a, a couple other times when he's sort of getting made fun of and she definitely is also laughing at him, if if yeah. not quietly, but mm-hmm. she's not she's backing not him up at team. all. Yeah, she's definitely not on his team. 
And so I think there's some scheming happening back there too. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what I think the scheming is, but <laughs> but I do think that Hoth is somehow preventing her from yeah. using the maiden card how she would want to. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I, I really hope we find out more about that later on because it'll it'll make so much more sense. I just thought about something actually. Oh, what's up? So part of how Ion gets the maiden card is because her dad, the uncle, mm-hmm. gives a nightmare card to the king, right? Yeah. But the nightmare card lets you look inside people's minds, right? Yeah. Doesn't Ion know that Elspeth has magic and is sick or had gotten sick? She knows that she got sick. I don't think Elspeth told anybody Anyone? about her magic. Okay. Because okay. I think at some point she even says like, like in the very, very beginning, I think well, she she's says, talking to Raven. I never told anybody yeah. for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, d- I don't even think I own knew, but I feel like well, she she's knew she sus- got sick. Yes. And I feel like she suspects something cause she eat, I think she tries to get it out of her a couple of times cause she's like, yeah, like you had the fever, which means like you should have magic, but like, what is it? Right. But you never had powers. <laughs> or did you? <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I'm like, I wonder what information mm-hmm. the king has been able to get from Ion's head now that he has a nightmare card and can look inside her mind. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, if there's anything critical. It also makes me wonder if that's going to come into play mm-hmm. in this next book now. If maybe, like, somehow they try and rope Ion in a little bit to, like, get yeah. some help, but then she like unknowingly or like unintentionally yeah. gives up critical information <gasps> oh my god about their plans yeah because they have that one i don't know i could totally see it happy that would be so interesting i just think the fact that they gave up a nightmare card mm-hmm. is going to come into play oh yeah i definitely think so too well because we kind of realized at some point that like the uncle like maybe might not be as trustworthy as we thought he was like maybe there's some other stuff going on mm-hmm. like behind the scenes and like clearly at the end when he like is like forced to like mm-hmm. show where she is to like bring her to that location mm-hmm. where she ends up like basically dying. Mm-hmm. Like there's clearly something else happening there. Yes. Oh, I'm trying to think of what else. That was so sad. The Did you guess that Raven was infected? No, not at all. And I think it was really interesting that his like degeneration is that he's not able to use cards and it almost seems like he like inactivates the cards it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot about um from shatter me with adam mm. how he like inactivates things mm-hmm. um and it made me think a lot about that because like elspeth would say when he touched the card like the card went blank because she mm-hmm. could see like the edges of the card or like not a beacon but like they like light up the color of the card that they are mm-hmm. and so she can see them and when he touches the card it just like goes away right because even from page 80 which was super early yeah and she goes raven took a seat um beside me at the table his face and mask blah 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 blah. his hand went so quickly into his pocket i didn't see it move he slapped a white eagle card onto the table i rubbed my eyes more tired than i thought because for a split second it seemed as though the light coming from the cards in raven's pocket had flickered out (laughs) so i think it's less that he can't use the cards but like he inactivates them yeah well because they also can't be used against him Yes. He can't use them, and they, he can, they can't be used against him. I loved that, though. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I also love that, like, a lot of the cards, like, when they tried to use them against the Nightmare, like, didn't. Don't work? Yes! I loved that. But then the truth serum, like, works in the blood. And so, like, she, like, had to tell the truth. Yeah, well, I mean, until, but the, the Nightmare could have helped, right? Like, 
if he wanted to no. she just didn't follow oh, it, no he said that you like uh like matters of the mind he mm. can do because he's of the mind mm. but like since the truth serum was of like, the blood he she, couldn't help her yeah it was like physically drank wine and it was yeah. in her body mm. i know and so that was so sad and that's when raven comes in and like uses his nightmare to like get into her head and he's like let me help you with what to do oh yeah what did you think about that after they had had such a serious conversation oh about gosh. like don't you dare ever use that on me ever again um so i had kind of mixed emotions because like she was very upfront like from the beginning that like do not use that card on me mm-hmm. because obviously she's trying to protect everybody from the king shepherd shepherd king whatever um but i was also like but he was trying to help you like he was literally trying to give you information yeah. to like help and so i don't i was i was a little torn on it i honestly I, i'm surprised that i felt this way but i i thought it was nice that he was trying to help mm-hmm. like i get that she felt like it was an invasion of privacy oh, and yeah. stuff but she was clearly struggling and it was about to ruin everything for all of them. Oh yeah, exactly. And I could kind of see him, like he wasn't trying to just like go in to figure out some information right. or something, right? Like he was just trying to go in to help her. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can yeah. see why she freaked out, but I actually I didn't really uh-huh. hate it. I don't know. No, I definitely didn't hate it either. Like I definitely saw both sides. Like, yeah, she asked him not to, but like at the same time, like he was really just trying to help. Yeah. And that's when he finds out that like she's got somebody else in her head. Yeah. And so he comes out and freaks out and he was he, like, What is that? He's like, I heard another voice. Who yeah, is that? Who is I that? love when he goes back in then because I was like, Well, uh-huh. I don't know how I'm gonna explain this, so you just gotta yeah, you, so just, you gotta just gotta see. I know. And, and then it, it made nightmares me think, like sup I know. <laughs> have you it reminded me of like you know like the monster will come out of the dark and be like boo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like megan today described it as um oh what was the this not venom oh i've not seen that movie so i don't know <laughs> i haven't seen the movie either but i like know what she's talking about because he needs a host and so mm-hmm. he like goes into somebody else's head and they're like bickering back and forth like mm-hmm. let's go get pizza let's go do this oh yeah we were <laughs> laughing at that too that like can you imagine being around elspeth when she's having this conversation <laughs> with the nightmare in her mind and she's just like you ask her a question and she's just like blank face looking at you for like 10 <laughs> just seconds like, while she has a conversation oh, yeah. in her mind. Because <laughs> at one point, Raven goes like, I asked you a question. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so funny. That was so funny. We were laughing so hard. All of us were like blank staring. <laughs> <laughs> That was so funny. I always love, I know that was kind of internal mind speak, but mm-hmm. I I don't know why I just really love that as a trope. Like yeah, mind I speak too. in general. I thought this was so so interesting because like the majority of it was like in her head like yeah it was a lot in her head normally i'm not like the biggest fan of it but here i thought it was done so well and i just i i loved it i thought it was so interesting yeah same um okay so what about more of the shepherd king's backstory so the only things we really know about him Mm -hmm. you know he's 500 years old yep we know that at some point in time he wanted to be able to share magic Mm -hmm. with the people of his town providence whatever right and so he we also goes, know that he like saved kids yeah i was gonna get there yeah oh, well yes, so, he, so he has also done the thing because i think that before that mm-hmm. he goes to the spirit of the woods to try and make the providence cards to give magic to the yes. people um more readily mm-hmm. and then sometime after that we see a vision through elsbeth's mind um of him like running and trying mm-hmm. to save kids and the Rowan King, like, seemingly burning them to the ground, right? 
Mm-hmm. And so we're assuming this plays into some of the feud because the Nightmare slash Shepherd King hates the Rowans. Like, just hates. With a fiery passion, hates them. And he, he even seems to, like, dislike Elm. Not, like, the... Just because just he's because, a Rowan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like there's... And he calls him the Usurper. That's the... He's the yeah. one who says that, too. And so I'm, like, so curious to see in the next book what the original Rowan mm-hmm. King did to him. Oh, yeah. Because I, I'm assuming he must be the, either the cause of his death or the cause of the twin Alder card being lost and not yeah. being able to return the deck to the spirit of the woods. Mm-hmm. Is like one of the two. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts of what you... Yeah, well, because I think I remember at some point in the book they talk about how the Yu family, like, descended from the Shepherd King mm-hmm. or there was some, like, connection between them or something. Yes. And so I, that would that would be very interesting for, like the you family like right now like trying to find all these cards so that they can unite the deck um that would yeah it would be very interesting to see especially because didn't they say that like where they end up finding like the stones was like their old place of dwelling yeah so the it's the same place that we have the first magical kiss also between Ooh. raven and elspeth but Mm-mm-mm. it's on the you family property mm-hmm. And it's where there was an old castle that had been burned down and there's only one room remaining and one dark window, (laughs) (laughs) which is the only way in and out of that room. Yes. And so that's where the shepherd king was buried, right? Like that's his tomb there or whatever. And that's where Raven can cut his hand and use his blood to basically be able to like, (laughs) we had a lot of conversation about (laughs) the slicing of hands. We'll get to that too. But um, that's that's, that's where he can use his blood to basically like enter into like i think like a hidden pocket in there right like he can like reach through the stone and so he's been hiding the providence Mm -hmm. cards that he's been collecting there it kind of makes me think of like um (laughs) vampire diaries when um you have to like use your blood to like move like the stone like where catherine and them are hiding but they like use spells oh when they're like hiding underground in the yeah the place where the witches kept them yep and so, like, Bonnie had to, like, use her blood to, like, open up the gates. That's kind of mm-hmm. what it made me think of, but, like, like a stone, like, a well. That's what I thought. It was, oh, like, see, I don't know. For some reason, I, this was, like, so dorky to try and explain this outside because <laughs> it's not going to look right outside my brain. But I saw it more as, like, the stone was still there. But think of it as, like, somehow becoming a little bit transparent. Like, a oh, little yeah, bit more, yeah. like, you just move directly through it. Like, yeah. it's still existing there, but you have access to reach through it. So that's, it's not no, that the stone like moves to the side. That's I like what I that. pictured. <laughs> well, because I mean, I think they do say they just like reached into it. So yeah. like that's a that's a great way to think about it. But anyway, so that's yeah. So that's where that's where the providence starts, mm-hmm. cards are stored. Do you think that that's where the twin altars is, or do you think it's somewhere else? No, I think it's somewhere else, and I I kind of think that maybe like the nightmare, the king shepherd is like trying to unite with the king because maybe the king knows where it is Mm. or like his family lineage did something with it and so he's gonna try to find out like information about it oh like you think maybe that's what the rowan king did to the shepherd king is that he stole the twin alders and made it so that you couldn't put the deck back together yeah yeah because i don't think they can be destroyed right right they can't be destroyed yeah so it's just like hidden somewhere because i feel like if if the nightmare actually knew where it was he would automatically like work with the use yes to try to just like unite the deck and like there we go 
So, like, clearly ulterior, ulterior motives there. I cannot speak. Hard word. <laughs> Hard word. Oh, my gosh. I'm running out for, like, two hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to, to know more about the Shepherd King. Me I think too. all of us said that. We're like, we don't really know that much about him. Mm-hmm. Did you, okay, I know everybody at book club said it was so <laughs> obvious. Did you think it was that obvious that the Shepherd King was the nightmare? No. I didn't think so until she had the dream. I was just smiling and nodding. I was like, huh? It it wasn't until she has the dream where she sees the shepherd king sitting on that rock or like Uh on the, in the, the, through the one dark window room. Yeah. That was, that was the first time I realized Um, they thought it was so obvious. I was like, I didn't get that. No, I didn't get that either. And (laughs) made me feel a little dumb. Right. Because (laughs) she started to see like the gold matches, like, like these like glimpses of what she's been seeing, like around like the U castle Mm -hmm. and everything. But I loved it when after, oh my gosh, which makes you the shepherd King, (laughs) his voice calls louder than it had ever been as if he was closer, stronger. Finally, my darling Elspeth, we understand one another. Yeah. <laughs> that gave me chills. Oh, see, I also got chills when um, she, when Elspeth is talking to Emery because she's like try, kind of trying to figure out what's going yes. on, right? And he goes, he hunches, not animal, not man, but something <laughs> in between. He stands in a room he built for the spirit of the wood, perched upon a, a tall, dark stone. He whispers something. What does he say? There once was a girl, clever and good, who tarried in the shadow in the depths of the wood. There was also a king, a shepherd by his crook, who reigned over magic and wrote the old book. The two were together, so the two were the same. The girl, the king, and the monster they became. Ah! <laughs> I like that. Every, that yeah. I think that was the first time when we kind of get the full thing. Like, we, Oh, yeah. Chills. We, I know. We, I'm seriously like goosebumps <laughs> from that. Because we heard the, the girl, the king, and then monster they became. Yeah. I think like we kind of hear that a few times, oh, which yeah. I guess should have made obvious. But whatever. It, I still no, yeah. I didn't get it until the dream either. But that, when we get that full bit together there, mm-hmm. I like, oh, I got such chills oh, reading I did that. Too, yeah. but, and, but that's exactly what we're talking about, where there's just like this little bit of a rhythm. Yeah. To Which some, I love it. So good. I love it. Because it's, it's so, so fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with this book. I am, too. <laughs> I just like loved it so much. And I can't stop thinking about it. And I can't stop thinking about like the little quotes yeah. and like the magic cards and like what everything means. Because something that... I also just thought about when we were talking about the Shepherd King and like trying to get his magic back. What if when he he wrote the book, right? Mm-hmm. What if he also made the card and gave each card was like a piece of himself that he gave away. And so when he knights the deck, he becomes a real person again. Like he comes back to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say when I said yeah. I think the Nightmare is going to collect the cards and pull back pieces mm-hmm. of himself. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I think is going to happen too. So do you think then, like say that happens and say they unite the deck and he becomes like his own again? What happens to Elspeth? I don't know. I think, I feel like the Shepherd King is going to in some way kind of end up sacrificing himself for the greater good kind of thing. Like oh, I think okay. in taking back the cards, there's going to be some amount of like he'll sort of leave Elspeth and yeah. that that'll kind of be a payment to the spirit of the woods to be like, Hey, like oh. let's just be done with this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Cause at the, so at the very end of the book, it kind of seems like she's just like gone sleeping. Like I think sleep- within is, the mind. Yeah. Well, in the very beginning of the book, the nightmare is like pretty quiet in the back yeah. of her mind. So I think it's just flip-flopped right now. Okay. Okay. So she's like, you think she'll come back? Yeah. 
I, I think so. she's going to be watching. I think it's going to be a couple chapters. And then she's mm-hmm. going to be watching through mm-hmm. her own eyes. But like as she's being controlled by the nightmare. Yeah. But I really want to know what he's scheming. Oh, yeah. Me too. Of like why he was like, oh, yeah, take me. I'll come help you. Yeah. To the king. Yeah. So I'm like, it's some <laughs> not scheming. expect that some at all. Some scheming going on. I don't know. So much scheming. Well, and then especially because like the poor you family, like they've been working so dang hard. And now like all of the plants are just kind of like in like halt. And I'm like, at some point, the nightmare like has to come back and like help them or something. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm so curious. I'm so curious too. Um, one of the other things that we kind of talked about at book club a little mm. bit was our fan casting. Yes. And I thought this is so interesting because we don't normally do this on the podcast, but it's actually a really fun bit that I think we could just like start to add in. Mm-hmm. So there were three people that we talked about for Raven. Mm-hmm. There was Louise Partridge, which I guess, what did Megan say? He was like, played a kid on some show. Stranger Things? No, no, that wasn't no? Stranger Things. That was, uh, I don't know, some sh- some kid in the show. Louis, Louis Partridge. But then we also have Ian Somerhalder, young Ian Somerhalder. Yeah, younger. Oh. Younger Damon. Younger Damon, which I didn't realize it until I saw when the picture, when they pulled him up, I was like, oh, wait, that actually fits pretty well. And I said... Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, which is the guy from Dune. Yes. And so I don't know why. I just kind of pictured Raven as like, a little boyish, like almost <laughs> a little feminine in his features, uh-huh. but like a total badass. Oh, yeah. And like charming. And like charming. Timothy is very charming. Yeah. Because he's the, you know, captain of the Destriers. So mm-hmm. he's got to be charming and badass. Oh, yeah. So that was what I pictured. I liked it because when <laughs> you said it, that's who I was thinking. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Cheers. <laughs> We're going to need to refill here soon. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So that was, like, who I was initially thinking. Um, I also like Ian Somerhalder for it. I liked that, too. Yeah, much younger, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For Elspeth, I think it was kind of a unanimous it Jenna unanimous. Ortega. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like everyone p- casts Jenna Ortega uh-huh. as, like, so many people these days Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> She's like, got such a wide range. She, well, she just she has a, like, very unique look that I think yeah. fits for a lot of fantasy that has... Mm-hmm. Like, long, dark hair, and maybe, like, I don't know. She, like, gives off really good vibes for, like, the creepy or, like, right. spooky kind of background. Well, and I think especially for her, like, her role in Wednesday when she was, like, all black, mm-hmm. I think, like, they describe Elspeth's eyes as, like, So dark, they're almost black, yeah. Yes. And then when the nightmare comes, they're, like, a contrasting bright yellow. Which, the yellow, I totally was picturing, like, um... Again, Vampire Diaries since we were on that. You know, the werewolves, how they yes. wear eyes flash like yellow. That's what uh-huh. I pictured was that. I was picturing kind of like snake eyes. Oh, oh yeah. I think they did say diff- uh, like a different pupil, didn't they? <gasps> yes. Oh, was it like, like a, a slitted cat, pupil yeah, or like something? Yeah, like a cat-like slit pupil. Yeah, yeah. I think they did say something like that. But so that's what I always got, like snake eyes or like cat eyes too. I think that would be good. <laughs> Do we want to refill? And then for Elm... We have um, hero Fianis Tiffin, who he was from. Have you ever seen the movie After? It's on Netflix. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen it and just like don't remember it. Mm. Um, but he was, he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the main guy character. But he's like 
kind of a little bit of an asshole. Like he's kind of like a badass, like the bad boy that you like don't want to fall for, but she ends up falling for. We love those. Oh yeah, he was he was good. I feel like he'd be a good one. And lastly, for Hoth, <laughs> we have Dacre Montgomery. Oh, from Stranger those. Things. Oh yes, <laughs> the yeah. cougar hunter. Yes. Oh man, as soon I don't remember which one said it in uh, book club today, but. Oh my gosh. As soon as I said it, I was like, hmm. Also, we were laughing today. We got we all got a really good laugh talking about the small man syndrome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know, at some point they describe we think Hoth's only supposed to be like an inch shorter than Raven, right? But like Raven is everything that Hoth wants to be, right? Like just a little bit better than him and just a little bit taller. And so the moment when Elspeth is, is talking to Hoth and he's like, Well, what do you even see in Raven, right? Like, why would you even want him to court you? And she's like, well, he's really tall. (laughs) And I loved it because, like, she knew that, like, that's exactly what she had to say to, like, get under his skin. Oh, so funny. Oh, so funny. I loved the fake dating in One Dark Window, though. It was perfect. Yeah. It was so cute. Just all of it. All the, like, pretending. Yes. Pretending. Pretending that it wasn't actually pretending. Oh, so sweet. One other thing that we kind of compared to another series, um, if you read Fourth Wing, um, we thought that the nightmare was a lot like one of the dragons. Yes. Ah! The like, the kind of old man sassy banter inside her head. If you've read that book, you know exactly what we're talking about. It was just so funny. So funny. And one of the parts that I like especially thought was hilarious was when um, the like Emery is like throwing up on the ground and the nightmare (laughs) goes, shame. I was just beginning to like him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the nightmare does like Emery. Yes. And I loved that like things would happen. Like what did they say when she didn't want to put the pants on? He goes, they're just liking cells, (laughs) but... We got a really good laugh out of that today, too. That was really funny. Just, like, the great banter inside Mm -hmm. of the head. Just hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I loved this book so much. Me, too. You haven't bought the second one, though, have you? I haven't. I've been on a self-imposed book buying ban for (laughs) a little bit here. I uh, I don't know. You can probably see in the back some of the tabbed books. (laughs) Like, I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago, I finally went through and added just some little bright orange tabs on all the books that I physically have on my shelf that I haven't read yet. And it's a little embarrassing how many there are. So I, yes, I've been trying to not buy new books and trying to read the ones that I have. So I'm like working my way through the way Kings. Yeah. I read this one. I haven't got, I feel like I'm allowed to buy sequels though. Cause I yes. think sequels don't count on book buying bans. Right. Pre-orders also don't count on book buying bans. <laughs> Cause so. they'll come later. Girl math. Girl, yeah, so I probably will get it, um, but I guess I bet this week this week will probably be Iron Flame and um, and Two Twisted Crowns. Those are, those are probably my oh, yeah. books for this week. I'm excited. I have the physical copy, and I almost started it this week, and then I was like, no, wait until book club. Yeah, it's so much harder to do book club if you have already read the next one <laughs> to okay. not ruin things then. So, But the girls who have read it did a wonderful oh, yeah. job. Thank you, ladies. Very impressed that they could keep yes. that much inside. Because <laughs> if it was me, I'd be like... <laughs> we spent like an hour and a half talking about yes. theories, so I'm super impressed that they did not let anything slip. I know. Also, the ladies that were there today are just like... So awesome. Literally, I'm like so happy. My New heart besties. is so full. <laughs> New besties. I know I for it. real, though. Like, literally want to hang out. Like... 
love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> we got so lucky. It was a good time for yeah. sure. And you're welcome say. to join next month too. Yes. Like I said, listen to our episode um, on what's com- upcoming in the podcast. There will be yeah. information coming out for our next two book clubs and a mm-hmm. potential holiday book exchange coming up soon. Ah, so, uh, so just DM us if you ever want to be included in those local Denver events. Oh, yes. Yes. I love it so much. And on another note, what are you? What else are you reading right now? Oh gosh, not that much actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to travel for work recently, so I'm yeah. a little behind. I've been trying to. <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to find those short reads to help oh my me gosh, on my Goodreads rule. Which but, thank you to everybody that yeah. commented on our TikTok. We seriously got so many awesome recommendations yeah. that like I wouldn't have ever known about. Yeah, so that's gonna be great to add in here. Mm-hmm. But I am. Um, I finished part one of The Way of Kings, and I'm most of my way through part two Ooh. because the copy that I have broken into two parts is all one book, but yeah. one very large book. Um, I think that's new since last time. I think we already talked about The Night Runs Red, didn't we? Yep, we did. We yeah. did. We just so, read Akatar. Yeah, so I think uh, Laurels and Liquor, which was the yep. third book in a trilogy of like a poly verse. <laughs> smut yeah i think i gave it three stars um and then i read a short story slow between the stars slow time between the stars by john scalzi and that was really good too that's good it's kind of about like an ai that gets sent into deep space to try and help like reseed humanity somewhere else but then as the ai you know develops its own consciousness and stuff it maybe changes its own mission it's just very interesting yeah oh that is really interesting what about you i like it um so i am currently probably 40 percent of the way through akamath mm. a court of mist and fury and i am i again more like akatar i'm loving it more the second time mm-hmm. around which to me is just like so wild um, I'm also reading The Starling House. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. It's another like spooky vibes. Like she cleans a haunted house and I'm having a really hard time getting into it. Oh, that's too bad. I know. I'm probably like 50 pages in and like now it's finally starting to get a little interesting. But like everybody raves about this book mm. and it's sp- apparently supposed to be like this wonderful, great spooky book. But I'm like... Gosh, yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a really hard time getting into it. Yeah. So I'm really only reading those two. Um, I felt like I downloaded one on my Kindle. Oh, The Soul of a Witch. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. I did download that one, and I like started reading it, but then I was at work and got really busy, and so I like haven't really been on my phone as much. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm not reading a whole lot else. Yeah. yeah, I did not get very far in my October planned reads. I didn't either I just wasn't a good reading month for me I feel like both of us had a lot going on with work and other stuff going yeah. on so I know we were so busy but I felt like the books that I did read were amazing mm-hmm. like one dark window I kicking screaming the whole time I loved it mm-hmm. so much one of my favorite reads of the entire year yeah it, I I feel like this will definitely be in my top 10 reads maybe my top oh, yeah. five of the year oh yeah it was so good and yeah so I've had like really good reads in October but like not, not a very lot many of reads yeah yeah I know I wonder what November is gonna look like because it's already the fifth Jesus I know and I'm like I haven't even sat down had time to like sit down and be like what am I planning on reading I know I still haven't done an October wrap-up I kind of need to do that oh my gosh me too Oops. <laughs> me too whoops I know it's November 5th. it's fine yeah. it's it, it's technically within the first seven days of November yeah so it's within the first week sure 
and yeah what are you planning on reading do do you know what you want to read in november <laughs> um well I'll read Math too mm-hmm. and Act of war probably yes so probably both be november um yeah i'm not i'm not sure some of those from october will maybe carry over some of them might not i'm not sure i wouldn't be surprised if i go right from the way of kings into the words of radiance oh, I love just because it. it is the type of book that i think does well to do it right away because mm-hmm. it's there's enough going on yep. um i downloaded uh was it like the emperor's bone palace i think is what it's oh, called so if you remember that like steampunk adult fantasy yes. book that i read um which i'm not blanking on the oh gosh princess poison vow yes yes, yes 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 um so i that's this is the second one it's yeah the emperor's bone palace so I've, i have that one downloaded and i kind of think i might read that mm-hmm. um i also am planning on reading all systems red which is a no, uh, sci-fi novella oh nice which like is supposed to be really series. good <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i think maybe 180 pages oh, it's like easy. a nice, nice short book i love it um so yeah those are the only ones i for sure have on my mm-hmm. list i think other than that i tend to read whatever oh yeah strikes me at the moment so i do too it'll probably be more one of those kind of months yep i kind of think so too some of the ones that are like on my radar is two twisted crowns so like the second one mm, to mm-hmm. uh one dark window i've also what was supposed to be on my list for october was um of gods and monsters and blood and honey from mm. the serpent and dove series and I also have the Well of Ascension and the Hero of Ages mm. for the Mistborn series. And I'm like, I know there's no way. I'm going to be so busy this month that, like, I'm going to be able to get to all of that. But, like, those are the ones that I'm, like, I have sitting out to grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I haven't. So that's another one of those. I have to decide for Words of Radiance because I didn't mm-hmm. buy it yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I have yeah. to decide if I'm you know breaking that ban oh yeah get the next one or if I should read books I have but like I I just do think I liked the last time when I read Mistborn I like yeah. to be able to read all three in a row yeah because I think that I remembered more of the story mm-hmm. so it's a good chance to also I might um read the fragile threads of power while Ooh, Shades yeah. of Magic is still fresh in my mind yeah because I just finished the Shades of Magic yes. trilogy recently and so I might go into threads of power like right away too that's oh, that's really on the exciting. List. And another really exciting one we're reading. <gasps> Iron Flame. Iron Flame. Ah! Yeah, I'm pumped for that. I'm so excited. I have Veterans Day off work, so I'm going to be reading all day. Yay! I love it. Yep. Yep. I should be getting it on Wednesday. And so at some point this week, we are having a reading day. Yep. <laughs> for sure. I love it. I'm so excited for that one to come out. Again, book club, we had so many like fun theories and everything. Yeah. So... Yes, very, very excited for that one. Well, awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we hope that you guys read One Dark Window and you love it just as much as we did. We had so much to talk about at Book Club today. We were literally sitting there for like two hours mm-hmm. just hanging out and talking and chatting and meeting a ton of new book friends, like so many new faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So read it. Ah, go read, read One read Dark it. Window. Yes. <laughs> and then give us a follow to keep up with everything that we're doing. We've got some really exciting things coming up. We've got the Akatar reread. We've got Crescent City before Iron Flame. I'm sorry, not Iron Flame. Before House of Flame, Flame and, and Flame Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> yes. Before that comes out. And so stick around. We're going to be doing some really fun things. Yeah. So make sure to subscribe or follow so you get notifications when things are happening. Yay. And... Yeah, DM us to get added to the private chat. Perfect. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.
Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>